Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I would like to talk a little bit about defining moments today. Many of us are in difficult circumstances right now, and we just might think that this could become a defining moment. The first thing I'd like to talk about is what makes something a defining moment. I'll share a little bit of experience uh, that I have, and then also some tips for how you might consider letting a moment define you or not. A defining moment is an event which typifies or determines all subsequent related occurrences. You might say that a defining moment tells you a story about yourself. When the moment comes, and you make some sort of commitment to it, future moments that might resonate with that similar experience or that character trait that you told yourself that story about, then draw on that moment. A defining moment could be a moment in time that defines something like a person's success or failure, achievement, or demise, talent, etc. A point at which the essential nature or character of a person, group, etc. is revealed or identified. So in essence, little things throughout life can really be defining moments, yet it tends to be something negative or unexpected that actually becomes a defining moment, whether we want it to or not. Life has its obvious defining moments like uh, graduation. Maybe it's when you learn how to drive a car, learn how to ski maybe, How about buying a house or moving into your first house or apartment? Falling in love, getting married, having a baby, getting a particular job or starting a career, seeing someone who has died pass away, um, seeing loved ones pass, letting go, fighting a major illness, a memorable trip, finding success, experiencing failure, From a very young age, we search for something to define us, to tell us what we're made of, to give us that idea of inner self that we're so deeply looking for. And why is it so hard to know who we are? Somehow, it seems a little bit elusive at times. So we seek moments to define us, to tell us who we are. I had such a moment, many in fact, and perhaps you have as well. The moment I had was when I was eight, 
19 years old. I had accelerated during high school. I took early morning and after school classes. I also had a summer course in eighth grade at a junior college. And so I graduated high school when I was still 16. I turned 17 just before I left for college. And that first year of college, I had already saved enough money and had a little bit of additional help through a couple of scholarships and a grant that covered all my expenses. So my first year of college, I wasn't that worried about money. My second year, I had to work while going to college, but by my third year of college, I had really transitioned to paying for most of my college expenses as I went with the money that I was earning while working part-time and going to school. So I was paying for my living expenses, kind of living paycheck to paycheck. I lived off campus with some other girls in an apartment, and I was paying my share of utilities, groceries, rent, as well as tuition and books and all those kinds of things. So during this third year of college, when I was 19, I had this experience where I had gotten a job off campus at a telemarketing group. Now, these are common now, but back when I did this, oh, long time ago, um, they were less common. So I didn't know anything about what a telemarketing group was. And this really was not a large organization. So this telemarketing group was really a woman that was running like four girls on the phones in the afternoons, trying to create these appointments for this workshop called Total Quality Management. So she was setting up phone calls to try to sell this to people. And so she would send her salespeople in for these appointments we would set and they would share what total quality management was, why these people should be interested. And we were essentially just going through the phone book and trying to call businesses and set it up. So we were trying to convince them that they should set these appointments. It was very difficult. Honestly, I, I don't think we found very many people at all that actually wanted the appointment. So we would try our best to just book them to have a conversation. And it was very challenging. We got our paychecks, the other girls and I got our paychecks and we put them in the bank and um, a week or two, well, actually it was probably not that long, it was within that week, we had worked a few weeks, put the paycheck in the bank, this company wasn't making any money, so there was no money in their bank to pay our salary or our, our paychecks. So as we put our checks in the bank, they were worthless. And I had written all these checks the very same day for my share of the rent, the utilities and all this as I was going to school. And I, I was going to school far away from home, two states away. So I really didn't have any family around to help me out or anything like that. But I found out very quickly that my paychecks were bouncing. So all of the bills I had written checks on, those bounced in my account too. And then I also had a bunch of overdraft fees, which this was my ex first experience in life with what an overdraft fee. It was like $25 per check that I bounced. So not only did I have all this money disappear that I thought was there, but I also had a couple of hundred dollars of charges of overdraft fees. I remember going to the bank, telling them the honest story about the employer and what had happened and what I was trying to do and begging for mercy, asking could they please waive all of these bad check fees while I tried to work it out, get another job, figure it out, because now I owed a lot of people money and I was in danger of having to go home from college and kind of 
the first month of the semester. So it was very scary to me. I remember the woman in the bank listened. She took pity on me. She forgave every single one of those bounce check fees. And I went back to work at this place, naively thinking that they would be paying us legitimately. So those other girls and I worked there for another couple of weeks, basically for free because the checks that we got after that continued to bounce. Um, It was a very scary time. And I remember walking down the street and praying out loud for help with that situation. I ended up getting a different job very quickly. And there was a rule that college students working off of campus or on campus could not work more than 20 hours a week because of being full-time students. So there was this limit imposed. But the job I ended up finding was at this snack bar on campus in the Wilkinson Center at BYU called the Cougar Eat. And the job was an on-call substitute. So if somebody had to call in sick, they could call me and I could go work their shift. This was the most wonderful thing that could have ever happened because it was on call. It didn't have that 20 hour a week limit. So I ended up basically getting this job working every minute that I wasn't in class. I was working sometimes 40, 50 hours a week because it was on call and it was covering different parts of that snack bar. I got to learn the cashier job, the ice cream job, the hamburger job, the pizza job. Basically, I got to learn every single job in the place very quickly. And I got to work way more hours than I normally would have. And in a very short time, in just a few weeks, I paid all of those debts that I had incurred, um, not being able to pay the real bills. I was able to pay down my rent, my utilities and all those things. And everything worked out nicely. In fact, by the end of that semester, the manager liked me so much because he saw me every day all the time doing all this different these different roles, that he actually invited me to be a shift supervisor, which was a pretty neat experience and my first major management opportunity. So I learned uh, email and I learned to work the internet. And that was really before the internet was a thing and before email was a thing, you know, so these were early skills I got to have. And I was able to learn how to work in managing people when I was just 19. So that was pretty early too. But the part that really made it a defining moment was that I was desperate, had pled for help, and it had come to me, but I chose to work harder than I probably had ever worked before. So I really worked as hard as possible. Um, And that work ethic stayed with me forever. It stayed with me in my classes. It stayed with me in every other job I've had. It stayed with me as a full-time music teacher and band director that I was for 20 years. And it stays with me now. I'm willing to work super hard for anything that I have and also expect heaven's help in the process, but not just rely on myself or just rely on a miracle, but really go for every possible resource that I have. So... The lesson I had about that was taking advantage of opportunities, making the best of a very challenging situation and working hard with every resource available to me. About defining moments, David Cottrell said, press on. Your defining moment may arrive just when you feel surrounded by adversity. Now let's talk about you. 
You have defining moments that come to you. Some look like opportunities and others look like tragedy. These opportunities will become whatever you choose them to be. They can be moments that allow you to tap into your higher self and gain strength and purpose or moments that hold you back. James Arthur Ray said, in your life's defining moments, there are two choices. You either step forward in faith and power or you step backward into fear. I want to lift you up. I want to lift you to your higher potential and your higher self. My goal is to help you be who you were designed to be, feel joy and a sense of purpose, and show up alive to step into your shoes and be the best self you can be and live your dance. There is an opportunity in every moment that comes to you to let it define you if you wish to let it do so. Especially those really tense and scary times in life where fear just might come naturally or anxiety. So if you're faced with that kind of moment right now or soon in the future, I have three tips for you today about how something can become a defining moment in a very purposeful way. The first tip is to find meaning in the moment right now. Now, one of the ways I have shared before, you might recall, if you've heard my other podcasts, is that to find meaning in a moment, we can look back and kind of catalog similar experiences that were maybe smaller in scale that prepared us for what we're facing now. You can look back and outline the path that has led you to the readiness and preparation for what's happening right now in the tense moment. So again, I ask, what experiences prepared you for this time right now? As you reflect, you will be able to find meaning in now. And you can also look at what character traits you have growing within you from those prior preparatory experiences. So think about that. The second thing is, what is possible now? This is a moment of sort of unfreezing habits, assumptions, and all that you've taken for granted. And now in the difficult moment, this is the time to disconnect from normal and step back and take a look at it all. There's so much we take for granted that we just really don't think about. And as you think, see things that you don't have to take for granted anymore, and you kind of realize that things might not always be as they have been, ask the question, what new possibilities does this open up for me that I might never have seen before or maybe even might never have existed before? What opportunities are possible? And the third thing, how can now become a growth and preparation period for the future? So what will this allow me to do to step off and take in a new direction, new skills, new abilities, so that when future opportunities come to me, I can do something even more incredible. Now, in the current world we're living in right now, I have noticed that some situations that I've been facing right now force me to slow down. It's forcing me to be still, to be quiet, to think more, to reflect more, to consider what direction do we really want to go in the future? And is the path that I'm on the one I want to continue to be on? If so, what can I do right now to allow this to be preparation for something more? 
And in my own personal case, I have noticed that I need to do a lot more communicating with my family members, with those people I love, the friends I have, my church acquaintances. I need to deepen those relationships, my colleagues at work. There are a great many opportunities available to me right now that normally wouldn't be, or at least I wouldn't think that those opportunities are available because I might think I'm just really busy and I'm on this path and I'm doing these things and maybe I just don't take the time for those kind of conversations. I'll tell you what, I've been having a lot more conversations with people that I didn't talk to nearly as much in the past, but who I needed to connect with. So one of the great opportunities of the present has been to deepen relationships and get to know myself even better and think about what is good about me? What are my strengths? What are my good traits? And what do I want to develop so that I can really enhance my strengths? Now I turn that question back to you. How can now become a growth and preparation period for your future time? Because the future will continue from this point forward. Even if you're a little stuck or stopped in your progress right now, and maybe you have to be a little bit isolated or you have to slow down and you you can't do all the same things you've been doing, during this time would be a great opportunity to consider what could you spend more time doing to prepare for future. I know some folks who have maybe not taken the time, say, for example, to read or to continue practicing their musical instrument abilities or sing, or maybe they're not spending the time exercising as they would like to. And if there are exercise things available to them, like a treadmill in the house or some aerobic videos, um, even YouTube, you can find a lot of free aerobic videos if you want to exercise kind of and feel like you're with somebody, you can always do that with a video, right? So there are a lot of things that we think all the time, I should do this, I should do that, I want to do more of it, and the time just kind of passes, and we forget that we want to do these things, and then days become weeks, months, and years, and we just haven't done the things we wanted to do. So now could become the growth and preparation period to do those things, like maybe set aside a little more time for the conversations, the exercise, or whatnot. Um, So think about those things, about how this moment now can become a defining moment for the better. What decisions will you make that you will take into the future? And what time will you spend to prepare for the future? I thank you for spending time with me today. I truly wish you all the best. And then think about becoming your higher self and gaining strength and purpose to move forward and become the best version of you. I appreciate you listening and staying with me. Have a great week, and here's to being the best version of you. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.